It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Vikings, your daily Minnesota Vikings podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good morning. It's Locked On Vikings on the Locked On Podcast Network, the 342nd show. My name's Sam Ekstrom on Twitter at Sam Ekstrom, writing about the Vikings for zonecoverage.com. We conclude the week with a spotlight on Harrison Smith and our NFC North predictions. I'll have to get Sage's predictions via text for this weekend because it's very important. There's a lot at stake here. Sage and I are tied. At 42-22 overall in picks. And in our confidence meter standings, Sage closed the gap last week. He got the Saints correct against the Falcons. And he surged into the lead by 15 points. 11.35 to 11.20. So it all rides on week 17, unless we decide to take it to the playoffs, which we might. But that's coming up in just a few minutes. First, a quick breeze through the Vikings injury report. Pat Elfline, Shamar Steffen, Tremaine Brock, and Kevin McDermott not practicing for the Vikings. We already knew about McDermott. We know he's not going to play, and they have a succession plan in place with Jeff Overbaugh, who will be wearing the number 44 for the Vikings on Sunday. Brock and Steffen have been working out, rehabbing on the side. They have been at practice, but they don't appear to be in position to play on Sunday, so With Stefan out, that would mean an activation for Jaleel Johnson. He's gotten a few snaps this year, and he showed a bunch of promise in the preseason. It'd be fun to see him get a little more work. Tremaine Brock, somewhat of an inconsequential absence, unless some corners get hurt. It probably would elevate Marcus Sherrill's up a notch if someone went down. And then there's Elfline, and that's the most intriguing piece of the puzzle. With Elfline not practicing for two straight days, his status would be in question. Today's practice will determine a lot, but with the absence of Easton as well, who fractured his ankle against Green Bay, that means a lot of mixing and matching on the interior line. Jeremiah Searles probably left guard. Joe Berger likely moving to center from right guard. He's the third string center on this team, but he was obviously the starting center for two of the last three years. At right guard, you have options. Danny Isidora may fit in naturally right there. You could also slide Mike Remmers left, put him at guard for the first time all year, and then insert Rashad Hill at right tackle. I personally would prefer keeping Remmers in his spot. Let's at least keep the tackles in the right place. The Vikings are already going to have three players in new positions, essentially, on Sunday, so don't make it four. Keep the outside strong and let Isidora figure things out at right guard. Probably more natural for him to play guard than it is for Remmers to play guard at this point, but that's just my two cents. Vikings have an early and short practice today at Winter Park. I should have word on Elfline around. I've got a feature up at zonecoverage.com on Harrison Smith, the Vikings safety who did not make a Pro Bowl, and I think it's actually pretty cool how because Smith hasn't made the Pro Bowl, I think people are giving him more credit now than they would have if he did make the Pro Bowl, because the snub is so egregious that now the spotlight has been turned on Smith and people are realizing, wow, the NFL really messed up. 
Huge shout out to Lauren Cox, who we talked to yesterday on Lockdown Vikings, Lockdown Bears crossover. He gave me the inside scoop with some pro football focus digging. That's his uh, place of work. And he explained that Harrison Smith is going to shatter, essentially, the pro football focus record for best season by a safety. Smith has a 98 out of 100 grade this year. The next best season by a safety, Eric Weddle, 2012, 93.4. If Smith continues with the 98 plus, in other words, if he puts together another strong game against Chicago, he will become the ninth player since grading began in 2006 to have a season 98 or better. Joining the company of J.J. Watt, Aaron Donald, Adrian Peterson, Aaron Rodgers, Luke Keekley, Robert Quinn, and Tom Brady. He had the best grade in the league last week, 99.9 against the Green Bay Packers. Two picks, two passes defense, two yards allowed in coverage. He's right now tied for career highs in interceptions and passes defense. And one of the things that I think separates Smith is that he plays so much in the box and he's so anticipatory, whether it's in coverage or in blitzing. It's not like Smith lingers back 30 yards behind the line of scrimmage and just coasts in and picks up tipped balls for interceptions. If you look at the vast majority of his interceptions, and this year, four out of five fit this description, where he's reading a quarterback slash receiver, he knows where the ball is going to go, he steps in front, and he makes a big play. Prime example, when he intercepted Brett Hundley back in week six against the Packers with one hand, a juggling interception as he went to the ground. I asked Mike Zimmer about Smith yesterday, and he said that when he got there in 2014, no one really knew other people's responsibilities. They just knew their own responsibility. So Smith starts off just knowing how to play safety. But now, Zimmer tells me, Smith knows every position. He gets guys in line. He knows exactly where his teammates around him are going to be. And that prevents him from having blind spots. He's extremely familiar with what they're trying to do defensively. And I think there's more than one guy on the defense who does that. I think Terrence Newman is the exact same way. And when you have two generals in the secondary that had that kind of football IQ, that's massive for your pass defense. And that's why the Vikings are so tough to throw against. And it seems to be only improving. There's 123 yards allowed on average the last three games through the air. That's by far the best in the league over that stretch, beating LA by 30 yards almost. It's Lockdown Vikings on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Follow the show's account at Lockdown Vikings, my account at Sam Ekstrom. If you subscribe on iTunes, leave a review, leave your handle in the review, you'll have a chance to win a Pro Football Focus subscription. Fantastic stats. And it's great to see how players are graded against their peers. Some fascinating comparisons to make. Hi, this is David Locke, the CEO of the Lockdown Podcast Network. In this crazy, unprecedented, and unnerving time, I know we're all living our lives a little differently. I thought we had some of our sponsors over the time that might be able to help you out. So we've reached out to them to get you specific offers. Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for their first seven days. Start your free deliveries, download the Postmates app, and use the promo code LOCKEDONNBA. Anxiety, stress, need something to calm yourself down? The Calm app is available for you, 40% off to our listeners at calm.com slash LockedOnNBA. Stuck at home, want fitness? Echelon Fit has been a sponsor of ours, and you can go to echelonfit.com slash L-O-N-B-A. And if you're looking to add some new knowledge and get a little smarter in your free time, 
Masterclass, or at least your time at home, masterclass.com slash P-E-R is offering 15% off. If you missed any of those, go to lockdownpodcast.com slash offers. That's lockdownpodcast.com slash offers. Thank you very much for tuning in to Lockdown Podcast Network. We hope to be here for you to give you a relief and uh, respite from all the other news. And thanks very much. Be safe and practice your social distancing. All right, here are my picks for the week. We start with two non-division games, and I'll pick some games with consequence. Panthers at Falcons. Atlanta needs to win to extend their season, and I think they do. Atlanta against Carolina at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Even though the Panthers have something to play for, they have much less to play for. Their odds of getting that two seed are so slim, and they can, however, win the division, which is a nice little carrot to chase butt playing for your life versus playing for a home game, different stakes. I think Atlanta gets it done at home. Confidence meter, 70. Next, how about Jaguars at Titans? couple potential playoff teams. The Jaguars are in. The Titans are on the brink. I don't think we've picked a game with either of these teams yet this year, but we'll do it now. The Titans, favored by three against the Jags. I think the Jags play spoiler here. I like the Jags' defense, which is no longer number one in the league. The Vikings have taken that distinction. They just gave up 44 points to the 49ers. But I think Jacksonville wins this game, gets their 11th win. I am 65% confident. In the NFC North, Packers at Lions. This game would mean a lot for Detroit if they had not lost last week. They fall against the Bengals. They lose their playoff chances, and now... They only have to play for bragging rights and a season sweep against the Green Bay Packers. Lions are one of about half a dozen teams this year who won all three of their division road games. Vikings are also in that class. And the Lions can get the Packers sweep this year if they get the win. I think they do. I think the Packers are just more dysfunctional in general than the Lions. Hundley's been better on the road, but I like Detroit at home. 85% confident in that one. And you probably heard me talk about it yesterday. Bears at Vikings. I like the Vikings 28-10. Bears might be lucky to get to double digits. Minnesota cruises to victory. They're favored by 11.5. They will win this game handily. And I haven't often felt this way. I think I felt it against the Bengals. Maybe felt it against the Ravens. But I feel it again this Sunday. Haven't been wrong yet when I have a gut feeling this strongly in a positive fashion. Vikings will win. And here's the kiss of death. I'm putting 100 on it. So I'll get Sage's picks. We'll pop those out on Twitter probably and see what happens in our final confidence picks of the regular season. Locked on Vikings, Locked on Podcast Network. Thanks so much for listening. Hey, talk to you in 2018, everybody. Thanks for being with us for 2017. Have a marvelous New Year's Eve. Be safe. And hopefully you're celebrating a Minnesota Vikings win. Hey, Locked On Minnesota listeners, this is Tony Abbott here to tell you about the brand new Locked On Wild podcast, where my co-host Joe Bully and I break down the Minnesota Wild every single day. How can you listen? Just search for Locked On Wild in your favorite podcast app and subscribe to bring Locked On Wild to your device every day.